my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God and faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I'm Pastor Gary. I minister to the Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church right here in the beautiful city of Adelaide. Now, folks, I'm normally uh, your presenter every Tuesday and Wednesday, but this week I missed Tuesday, I missed Wednesday, and then my mate Fabiano, he got sick today, uh, which means I'm actually presenting to you today, uh, Thursday, uh, here in here in Adelaide, and we want to say a really big shout-out to our mate Fabiano if he is actually listening to us. Hey, get well quick. Uh, we uh, the, he, He's got the, uh, the, the wog, you know, this week, Lindy. We're talking yes. about uh, health, yes. and um, here we've got... Uh, uh, one of our presenters manages to get uh, get sick. Now, of course, this week we are following that theme, the Bible, spirituality and physical health. Now, look, if you'd like to ask Lindy a question, if you'd like to make a comment, if you'd like to give some feedback, then why don't you use our drive time text number? In fact, why don't you program it into your phone? Now, our program, our drive time text number is 04888. 80811. That's 04888. 80811. And, uh, you're free to make any comment, question, feedback that you'd like to give. Uh, this is a, a week that I know, uh, has really, uh, encouraged a lot of people. We have given away so much, uh, literature this week and that offer is available once again today. Now, of course, to, to guide us through our discussion today, we are joined by uh, Mrs. Lindy Sparing. Now, Lindy's the, the prayer ministries and also the women's ministries leader uh, here in uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. But she's also got one huge interest in the whole subject of health. She's been studying this subject her entire uh, her entire life. She's mm. done some formal studies in it as well. Now, welcome to you, Lindy. Thank you very much. It's great to be here again. I've really enjoyed this week. It's been exciting. Uh, look, I, I I had the privilege to actually listen to yourself and Marty on Tuesday. I missed the other two, but uh, I did actually listen to you, and I sort of thought, "Hey, this is pumping." Uh, <laughs> I was I, I, I was really, you know, I, I'm I'm at home. I'm uh, I'm actually listening uh, to the to the program at home, and I'm just saying, "Go, Lindy, <laughs> go, uh, go, Marty." Uh, it was uh, that you. was a fantastic program. Look, if any of you have actually um, missed that program, it's one that's well worth uh, picking up again. Um, it is it is really wonderful having you in the studio for the entire week, uh, Lindy. Uh, how are you enjoying the South Australia Spring? I just love. We, my husband and I had to go to a funeral today, which was a sad situation. But the gentleman was ninety six years old. But interestingly, it's the jacaranda trees. They're just oh, beautiful. Yeah. We don't have them. Well, we didn't have them when we lived in Victoria, like here. Yeah. And we drive around the streets. We were walking underneath them, and the little flowers had fallen down, and they had a beautiful aroma. And I thought, wow, I just love living here in Adelaide. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, look, I went out on my walk this morning, and I was uh, walking under the jacaranda trees. But, of course, I've 
also got a, a flack of uh, sulphur-crested cockatoos, and they're there oh. every <laughs> single morning, same place, uh, waking up the entire neighbourhood. No. But what a, uh, what a wonderful uh, uh, environment. I'm one of those people who doesn't actually walk with headsets or anything like that on because I like to listen to me what's too. actually happening uh, around me. I think uh, God's creation is just too good. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Now, Lindy, look, um, for our World Watch today, I'd like to actually just move just a slightly different direction to what uh, we normally do and just pick up on a subject that I know you touched on yesterday, but it's one that I suppose in some ways frustrates me just a, uh, just a little bit, and that's this whole subject of, of fasting. Now, I've heard you speak on this, uh, this subject before. <laughs> You've spoken on it with some, some passion, yes. uh, but I have to admit, uh, you know, I've done many health practices, but going beyond one or occasionally two meals, I find fasting incredibly difficult. You know, is it really that beneficial for me? (laughs) I, I like your honesty, Pastor Gary. And I think what we have to appreciate about fasting is you don't need to do it for vast amounts of time. In fact, even you really need to get to 12 hours and some of that can be sleeping don't forget it doesn't have to be just during okay, the day okay so if i actually miss one meal breakfast in the morning yes that's uh, that's uh, that's fasting yes yeah, so just so you know for the last few months i fast 17 hours a day okay and i only have two meals a day within a 7 hour period all right now what and it's easy it's it's very easy so you'd have what lunch and dinner that's right okay now how is that beneficial? Well, what happens after t- you fast for 12 hours, your body switches from using glucose for energy, like from your blood yeah, yeah, sugar yeah, yeah. levels being even, to using fat for energy. Ah. And so it starts to burn up the fats. And I think that's good particularly for women because they struggle. Well, all people struggle, but sometimes for women it gets more difficult after menopause to maintain their weight the way they want to. Also, fasting is it is fairly easy. It's fairly adaptable. It's it's a good way to lose weight, but it also helps when you fast for lengths of time, your body is able to start repairing itself and healing. So I don't need to go for 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. Very rarely, I think, does God call somebody to that. There have been people that I've heard, even besides Jesus, who've done that. Yeah. Uh, I've been called to do a few three-day fasts. But it depends what you mean by fasting as well, Pastor Gary. Like you might say, I'm going to fast from chocolates, uh, secular things, sweets, and those sorts of things, like a Daniel fast. Yeah. Uh, or you fast completely from food. For me, for many years, generally speaking, I fast from 8 o'clock Thursday night to 5 or 6 o'clock Friday evening. And okay. I think that is a very good way to prepare for Sabbath and to have your heart in a place because sometimes I get requests, people want me to pray for them, uh, people want me to be there for them, intercede for them, mm-hmm. and I find fasting adds to that prayer power. Like it says in Isaiah 58, 6, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness? I've heard some people say that it actually clears your mind. Yes, absolutely. I, I think there are some people that are listening that should be very careful about fasting at all okay. without talking to their doctors first, just to make sure that they are in a place that they can do that. But animals always fast when they're unwell. 
so they know what to do to for their bodies to heal and to be well. It's really interesting the the natural remedies that there are that can actually provide uh, a, a remedy yes. uh, to uh, to so much of the sickness that we've actually got today. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I I visited someone in hospital yesterday, and apparently six hundred of the staff are all sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how does that work? We're putting so much pressure on our hospitals and on our doctors and that when there are so many things that you and I can do, we can yeah. learn about it. Yeah. We can get ourselves educated and we can understand our bodies. And instead of perhaps reaching for, for a drug, even over the counter drug, there are so many natural remedies. Like that would be another whole program, Pastor Gary. We can't yeah. go into that, yeah. but yeah. fasting, it helps to eliminate, um, Toxins in our body. It slows the aging process. Well, you and I would like that, wouldn't we, Pastor Gary? <laughs> it helps rid the body as a set of toxins. It um, helps us if we've got addictions to modify them. And it's nature's cure. It lowers our cholesterol and our blood pressure levels. It's calming. It helps mm. us to be calm. And so there's so many benefits of fasting. So yeah, I yeah. give it a try. Look, Pastor Gary, this is what I suggest to you. After eight o'clock on Thursday night, Tonight, I would like you not to have another meal. Give it a try until 1 o'clock tomorrow. But if you feel you're flagging a little bit, just water down some juice and drink that. Yeah. I, I know at the present time I'm actually on a, uh, a little bit of a, uh, a healthy a health regime uh, simply because, uh, you know, and many years ago I did actually lose a significant amount of weight. But And I managed to maintain that for a number of years. But just in the last 12 months or so, uh, you know what's been happening. You know, I sort of haven't been quite as dedicated and as committed as what I should be. You know, and I've put some kilos back back on again. And, you know, one of the things that I've, I, I've discovered, I've got this little routine, I suppose, uh, that uh, I know that when I when I've put weight on, how can I go about uh, changing it? Well, uh, myself, I actually actually aim to uh, uh, to reduce my weight by one kilo a week. And to me, I find I can do that very easily just simply by, number one, I walk. I walk for an hour, hour a day. Yes, I've um, seen you walking sometimes. I tell you, I really enjoy it first thing in the morning. You play golf too at times, don't you? That's a fair oh, bit of walking. Oh, uh, I haven't played that chase, for a while. You've got to chase the ball around indeed, quite a lot, don't indeed, you? Indeed, indeed, yes. yeah. No, look, uh, but I, I find, you know, Know, even drinking water, you know, I mean, just to simply be able to say, and I, I know you've been talking about this particular one, mm-hmm. but I find that is a real winner because I can actually kill so many calories by just simply saying, while I'm on this diet, I'm just simply going to drink water. Absolutely. Drinking lots of water does help us. It does help us. In fact, sometimes we think we're hungry, but we're really thirsty. Yeah, yeah, no, so true. Lindy, really appreciate what you've actually been sharing uh, this week. But look, guys, let's come to some uh, some music. This is uh, Michael Card, and he's singing uh, for us uh, El Shaddai. Uh, please, uh, please enjoy uh, this beautiful rendition. By the power of the name 
El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Erechem Kana Adonai. We will praise and lift you high, El Shaddai. Through your love and through the ram, you saved the son of Abraham. And by the power of your hand, turn the sea into dry land. To the outcast on her knees, you were the God who really sees. And by your might, you set your children free. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyonah Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same. By the power of the name, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Erechem Kana. Was near, though the people failed to see what Messiah ought to be. Though your word contained the plan, they just could not understand that your most awesome work was done through the frailty of. Your son, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Yonah Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same. By the power of the name, El Shaddai. Should.
that was Michael Card, and uh, he was uh, singing El Shaddai. Beautiful, a beautiful song uh, there. Uh, love that song, uh, right from way way back in my uh, my youth. Uh, it tells you how old uh, I I actually just I the actually other am. day, just just the, the other day. day. That's what it was. Uh, now look, guys, we do have a fantastic uh, book uh, for you for you today. Now look, this is literally walking out the door. We have given away so many of these next uh, this week. I just hope our suppliers uh, actually have sufficient of these books. Now, this is A Taste of Food as Medicine. Now, it's not the big book, The Food of, as Medicine, uh, but rather this is a 64-page booklet uh, that uh, summarizes so much that is in the big book, Food of Medicine. Now, the big book, Food of Medicine, must have five or 600 pages in it. It's full gloss. It's won so many prestigious awards. In fact, Lindy, just in the break, you were telling me you've actually read the entire food is medicine and you cook out of it as well. That's right. It's a wonderful book with so much relevant information. It, if you want to go plant-based and you buy the book, you can purchase it online or purchase it at our resource centre here in Adelaide, you will find it a mine of information. Yeah, Wonderful. yeah, yeah. No, look, this is really some, just a couple of the, uh, subjects that are going to be dealt with in this, uh, uh little booklet that it comes from the big book, uh, the power of diet versus drugs. Does diet, can diet have a similar impact to drugs? Harnessing lifestyle medicine. Uh, now look guys, this has got recipes in there. Uh, this is the sort of book if you don't want to use it yourself, you can give it away to someone for a Christmas present. Uh, you <laughs> would love, uh, this, uh, this particular book. Now look guys, if you'd like your own copy, this is a taste. This is a 64 page book, a taste of food as, as medicine. And, uh, uh, what you need to do is to uh, text us. Now, uh, our text number again is 04888. 80811-04-888-80811. And what you need to do is in that text put a code. Now the code is SA144. Now that's just five digits in a row. Please don't put a gap between the SA and the 144 because it, this comes through to our robot and uh, we've only got an El Cheapo robot. And uh, if you put a gap between the SA and the 144, he doesn't get a clue what it is that you're, uh, what you're talking about. Uh, but uh, you put SA144, just five digits in a row, and that'll go through to our robot. Our robot will ask you just a, just a few questions so that we can get this book to you in the fastest way possible. Now, that uh, number again is 04888-80811, and uh, the code is SA144. Uh, you'll love uh, this uh, this particular book. Can I just encourage you, uh, please, these have been walking out the door uh, this uh, this week. It's a fantastic uh, little book. Uh, now, folks, you are listening to uh, Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with uh, Pastor Gary. And guiding us through our discussion this week, we're joined by Lindy Sperring. And uh, Lindy's uh, really been interested in natural health her entire life. And, of course, this week we are following that theme 
the Bible, spirituality and physical health. And we've been looking at various aspects of uh, natural health uh, remedies this entire week. Now, I love today's ones, Lindy, because today uh, you're going to be talking about sleep. Oh, <laughs> I love, I mean, this is something that hey, um, uh, my father used to say, ah, there's someone in his family who enjoys Blanket Bay. Uh, that <laughs> was my bay. Blanket Bay. That I was like my that father's one. sleep. Uh, now, there's some one thing that uh, many of us uh, really, really enjoy, and yet there are some who struggle with mm. the whole subject of sleep. Absolutely, help us out. Absolutely, no, no nodding off, please, Pastor Gary, while I'm talking. <laughs> so, we, t- we we ask the question: Is sleeping a waste of time? But just before we go into that, I think it's important to review our new start acronym because it it's been covering. The whole topics for the week. So new start is the acronym and new start is what we all want. We want to have a new start. You're, you've had a new start this year because you want to bring your weight these back are, down. These are the basics to good health, Absolutely. to quality health. They're the yeah. basics. And if you review them in your head occasionally, you'll go, Oh yes, why do I keep getting colds or I keep getting the flu or I'm run down? So the new start stands for N for nutrition, E for exercise, W for water, S for sunshine, T for temperance, an unusual word, but we did cover that last night, uh, A for air, R for rest, and T for trust. We'll be looking at trust tomorrow night. So tonight we're going to be talking about resting or sleeping and breathing air. So in the Bible, it says this. It says, the sleep of a laboring man is sweet, whether he eats little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not permit him to sleep. Now, that's interesting. That's in Ecclesiastes. So Solomon, who was given a lot of wisdom from God, has said that it's good to have a sleep. We need sleep. It's sweet for us. We need it. But, of course, we had a society back then who mostly lived and did a lot of things outside. It was an agrarian society, wasn't it? I beg your pardon? And again, and. <laughs> <laughs> An agricultural society. Yes, yes. yes, so people would be outside more and they're working, they're physically getting their bodies tired so that they were able to sleep. Where a lot of people today are inside all the time and they're watching, well, it's even blue screens. Blue, blue screens. screens. Looking, oh, just check Facebook before I go to bed and you can't switch off because it's overstimulating. I know the same if I watched. A little bit, um, sometimes we'll watch some Gaither music on the television. Yeah. And if we watch too many towards the evening, I- I'm sort of keyed up and I can't sleep. And there's lots of, lots of other reasons why people can't sleep, but we need our sleep. Our bodies were created that we need sleep. It's better for our mental health. It's better for our concentration and memory. Sometimes you might think, oh, I can't remember things or my mind's a bit fuzzy. We have a much healthier immune system. It reduces stress. And it improves our mood, Pastor Gary. Well, that's important, isn't it? We want to be have a good mood. And it even, if you're trying to lose weight, you need to have a good sleep. It improves your metabolism. Wow. So the body needs about seven to eight hours a night of sleep. And it's better in a darkened room mm-hmm. rather than, you know, you don't want to try to sleep in bright Does that lights. vary as, you're, as you get older? I think that... For some people, as they get older, they can do with a little bit less. Yeah. And for some, they need more. So I, I know that science has some conflicting information on how many hours we need. Okay, okay. But I personally think 
seven to eight hours a night, and apparently the best hours are the ones before midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so we should be going to bed at a, at a reasonable time. If we actually spend about a third of our lives asleep. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there are people out there who need or seem to need little sleep and they're fired up and they don't want to sleep. They're worried they're going to miss something. But it's better for our health and our longevity and um, and a whole lot of other factors on how our body functions. And the quality of sleep a person experiences is often a good indicator of their physical, mental and emotional well-being. So you want to have good quality sleep. You don't want to be having nightmares all the night. You don't want to be waking up. And for people as they get older, they're going to wake up to go to the toilet more regularly or whatever happens, that can break into that. Do you think the lifestyle that we're living, and I'm just conscious of the, I suppose, the consumeristic type of lifestyle and particularly the media domination that is uh, certainly so extant in our uh, society today, is that um, working against us being able to get a, a quality night's sleep. I totally believe so, yes. And I know that like my mother's 88 and she'll, she'll watch the news and she'll get a little bit distressed and disturbed by what she's watching and so she's not able to rest and calm down and to sleep as easily. So the news is like a horror movie sometimes, yeah. let's be honest. And also we've come to understand that blue screens and other other factors that are stimulating our minds and our bodies don't allow the body to to calm down a bit. It overexcites our bodies. I know there's been some really interesting studies done, particularly as far as young people are concerned. And I'm thinking of you know teenagers and and even uh, younger than teenagers, because uh, the you know certainly people of uh, of that age actually do need, uh, as I, as I understand it, this seven or, or eight hours of, of sleep every single night. But uh, take the mobile phone along, take it into your bedroom. Uh, you know, com- and 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 they're just that blue light mm-hmm. is sufficient to actually ruin mm-hmm. uh, a good night's sleep. Absolutely, and they've discovered that recently. But I'm even thinking back to my daughter. She always had a lot of trouble going to sleep, and we tried lots of things that we knew about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And perhaps uh, in today's society, we would have had even more information for helping her to sleep because she's. Uh, was eventually diagnosed with a form of autism. Yeah. And so some parts of her cognitive functioning and everything, it, it can just be overstimulating. And I remembered as a little baby going to church, everyone wanted to hug the new baby. And I found that she was quite distressed after that, a few, mm, quite a mm, few hours mm, of that. Mm. And so I think people need to think about if they have trouble sleeping, are they being overstimulated by things? And if they are, perhaps cut them out an hour before they want to go to bed. Yeah. Make sure you've got plenty of exercise yeah. to tire out your body and uh, to get uh, the blood pumping. And I, I think, too, that sleep powers your mind. And while you're asleep, your body's being restored. Some of those cells that break down and uh, the ones that uh, are dying off are, are eliminated through the body. And by sleeping, it just... Every every system in our body is fortified for us to continue on 
and mm. to wake up feeling refreshed. Now, I don't know about you, Pastor Gary, but I found as we get older, waking up feeling refreshed is quite rare often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, look, my, myself, I, the thing I've discovered, because, you know, I mean, I'm in my, I'm mid-60s now, uh, and the thing that I've discovered that uh, actually happens is that uh, I, I, I actually finding myself going to bed earlier, but getting up earlier, you know, I mean, to me, uh, I, I, I really, I've actually quite come to enjoy, actually, Yes. Um, being able to uh, to get up at uh, well five, sometimes before five o'clock, and uh, and spend some time in my my study, and then go for a walk, and you know these types of things. But you know what that means is on the other end, I've I found I've got to listen to my body. Yes. Do you think sometimes we don't listen to our bodies enough? Absolutely, absolutely. I can tell you a story about my husband. A few months ago, he didn't listen to his body. He had a pain in the chest and he thought he'd hurt a muscle going to be, uh, getting the washing in. I'd gone to bed. He woke up in the middle of the night and he said something about this pain and I said, oh, that's, that's unusual. Did you do something to yourself physically? And so I gave him a massage, got him a cup of tea, all the rest of it. And the next day, our son rang from Melbourne, a paramedic, and I was talking to him about it. He rings his father. He says, Dad, get to hospital now. He had a pulmonary embolism. Wow. And he hadn't realized. And so I think sometimes we think, oh, just pains, uh, uh, if we're going to have a it's heart It's a natural attack. thing of growing older. <laughs> but I also think that sometimes we, if we get a little pain, we don't recognize it for what it is because we're probably expecting, well, if I'm having a heart attack, I must be having a terrible pain. Yeah. And so we, we, you're right. We need to listen to our bodies and we need to understand how our bodies work. But even, even I'm, I'm finding even on the little things to listen to your body. And I, I think, for example, okay, I am feeling more tired than is normal mm-hmm. for me, uh, you know, and, and I found that uh, sometimes, uh, you know, if I track back in my mind, you know, why am I, uh, oh, you know, I've had a, a very sugary diet, you know, uh, I mean, thank that, you. That, yes. that will, you know, I mean, is that, does that happen? That's absolutely true. And I'm so glad you raised it. Often we are overtired for a whole, na- a whole lot of reasons. Sometimes our gut health isn't like it should be. It It's been... We've had too many antibiotics. We've had too many toxins going into it. We've had too many stresses that affect our, the way our digestion works. And, and then we can feel really tired. We should not be feeling too tired all the time. Yeah. And if we are, we need to evaluate, go through the new start acronym, evaluate every part of your life and see if there's some area that's out of balance and yeah. that you can, and that you can do something about. And by all means, talk to your doctor about it as well. And he may have some And I think that's important to you. I mean, we're not sort of saying, we're not saying here, uh, don't go and consult your doctor. That's an important aspect of life. But what I I suppose that I think we're we're trying to say here is that there's actually a great deal that we can actually do to, uh, to build our own health. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I read quite a lot of books written by medical doctors Mm -hmm. because a lot of uh, the training that doctors get is not a lot in preventative health. And so let me just tell you a little story about a woman called Nettie. She's in Dr. John McDougall's book. Now, he talks about the starch solution. John Mm -hmm. McDougall used to work at one of our Adventist hospitals in America. He's very, very passionate about eating lots of starch 
without the fats. Mm-hmm. And this woman had had a lot of trouble with her weight. She had high cholesterol. She had osteoporosis. She had a heart problem. She had diabetes. And they're really all just different names for inflammation in the body, mm-hmm. dis-ease, inflammation in her body. And she finally came to the place where she stuck to this starch solution program and she said for the first time in her life she can wear a size 8 eight pants. Now, for a woman, that's quite mm, small. Mm. And she exercises daily. She has no pain. She's no longer just depressed. She's regained her self-respect. Her cholesterol's down. Her heart problems are gone. Everything, you yeah. know. So the, there's a lot of medical doctors have written some wonderful books on how... It's wonderful that you're actually saying this, actually, Lindy, because I know that myself, uh, I, uh, uh, you know, I, some years ago, and it's a number of years ago, I was, you know, a significantly, I had much more, many more kilos on me than what I've actually got now. And even now, I've got to watch myself, but mm-hmm. it's certainly not what it was then. But it's really significant at that particular time. One of the things that uh, was uh, I was struggling with uh, was the whole subject of um, um, acid in my stomach. Um, what's that called? Um, uh, Hyperacidity. Uh, but I, indigestion. I, in, it was reflux. Indige- reflux. Reflux. Yeah. Uh, that that was really becoming a major issue to me. In fact, I'd solved the problem by taking uh, a couple of reflux tablets every single day. And I actually did this for about three or four years. What sort of uh, reflux? Uh, I, I, well, one of the ones you get off the shelf from the, in the <laughs> chemist. But, you know, Lindy, the really interesting thing to me mm-hmm. uh, was that uh, I did actually talk to somebody in preventative health and they said, how much exercise are you getting? And, ah. uh, uh, well, at that time, the answer was nil. Mm. Uh, and I was at that time, I was quite proud of the fact that I could cruise along through life without, uh, you know, Lindy, the thing that blew me away, they said, they said to me, they said, uh, you drink water and you go and exercise. Absolutely. They said, go and do your exercise and see what happens. Absolutely. Uh, I, uh, I didn't actually believe them. Uh, but, uh, I, I actually found that within a, about a week of doing regular exercise, um, that, uh, that issue, I was, I stopped getting reflux. I dropped the tablets. I haven't had one since. And, uh, that's about, uh, six or seven years ago now. And that's wonderful. And I wish a lot of other people would realize that there's so much we can do to look after ourselves so we don't have these reflux problems, which mm. can lead to gourd, which is a serious Indeed. disease. And Indeed. so, in fact, I'd been reading up on gourd actually. Have you? Okay. <laughs> I had been, but I no longer need to because, you know, the issue is, is gone. Fantastic. That's a great testimony. Thanks very much, Pastor Gary. That's fantastic. So trying to get to bed before 10.30 at night. And, and one of the things about rest too is is the Sabbath rest. And we as Seventh-day Adventists, we love our Sabbath, don't we? From Friday yeah. night sunset to Saturday night sunset. And that's a time that God promised us blessing. In the tank. Oh, look, this is, this is, uh, this, I get quite passionate about this one, Lindy. I, I find that this is one that is totally overlooked in the world in which we're living today. You know, one time I was actually a a pastor over in uh, New Zealand and, uh, uh, I actually had a group that these people were not Seventh day Adventists, uh, but somehow they had discovered the importance of having a weekly day of rest. Anyway, they asked me to come along to their house. I went along to their house and we had a wonderful uh, chat and a wonderful time together. And uh, at the end of the day, they just said to me, they said, actually, we're a little bit annoyed about you guys. Uh, <laughs> and I said, well, why are you annoyed with us? And they said, because we cannot understand why you guys have got so something so absolutely wonderful 
uh, and you don't tell anybody about it. Uh, and that that was what they said to me, and wow. to me it it blew my it blew me away totally. And you know, Lindy, to be able to uncouple from the world in which we're living one day a week and to be able to say, I'm going to have a day of relationship because that's what the Sabbath is all about, relationship with God and relationship with my fellow man. Absolutely. I'm going to do that. And, you know, when I, I look at that, I just turn around and say, hey, our our God is so very good in giving us this day. He is, and he promises a special blessing of healing and health on that day as well, I believe. And yeah. so the Sabbath rest we need the Sabbath rest, and I, we believe it's a Saturday. We believe that wholeheartedly. It's a special day of blessing. And having rest and getting to bed and getting some good sleep. Sometimes I put a bit of lavender oil on my on my temple just to relax me at night. There are other little things that people can do. There are some natural supplements that people can take if they're having trouble sleeping. But I believe those who are having trouble sleeping, and there may be someone listening, evaluate your whole life. Make sure you're getting enough exercise, drinking enough water, not being overstimulated all the time and and in a pattern of going to bed in a darkened yeah, room, yeah. comfortable bed and, and going to sleep. And and when we cover trust tomorrow night, you know, I got a fright one night. I was home alone. Glenn was away for the night, but I just started praying, Lord, can you help me, you know, have peace here? There's nothing wrong. I'm not going to be in danger here. And I just went straight back to sleep because I trust yeah. in the Lord. Yeah, yeah. No, that uh, that is so fantastic. Look, let's come to some uh, some music. This is uh, Faith First. Uh, and the song is Where There Is Faith. Uh, again, this is a very beautiful rendition. Uh, please enjoy uh, this uh, this song. Faith First, Where There Is Faith.
That's our Faith First, Where There Is Faith. A fantastic uh, rendition of uh, of that particular song. Now, folks, we do have that giveaway book again. Now, look, if you, these are again uh, walking out the door. I think we're almost going to need to put these on for two weeks. Uh, today's book is A Taste of Food as Medicine. Now, Food as Medicine is a book that's got five or 600 pages in it. Uh, it's, a, it's a real beauty. It's a full color. It's highly acclaimed throughout the entire world. Put together by uh, by Sue Rad. Uh, now, out of that book has uh, been developed this uh, little book. This is a little sixty-four page summary book that picks up just the very best of what's in food as medicine. This one's called A Taste of Food as Medicine. And uh, it's a full colour. It's a, it's got me, it's a mini cookbook. It's got uh, uh, many recipes uh, in this particular book. Uh, it talks about how nutrients actually speak to your genes, uh, the power of diet versus the power of, of drugs, uh, harnessing a lifestyle medicine. What does that actually mean? This isn't intended to replace your medication or your diet. Doctor, uh, but rather uh, this is intended to be, create a lifestyle uh, that will benefit you uh, beyond uh, just one isolated uh, medication. And we would encourage you, if you've got any challenges, please see your doctor. We're not trying to uh, to move away from uh, uh, the medical profession, but we're wanting to add uh, some simple remedies that will transform your life. Uh, we believe not just now, but we believe actually for eternity and you'll find that out uh, more uh, tomorrow night but uh, look if you like your a copy of a taste of food as medicine all you need to do is to uh, text us here now our studio text number is 04 888 80811 and all you need to do is put in your text the code which is SA144 just five digits uh, in a row SA144 and uh, text that to uh, 04888 11 and uh, uh, that'll go through to our robot and our robot will come he'll ask you just a couple of questions uh, so that uh, we can uh, um, give you this information we can get you this book in the fastest way possible 04888-80811 and the code is SA144 uh, now, folks, you are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with uh, Pastor Gary. And guiding us through our discussion today, uh, we're joined by uh, uh, by Lindy Sperring. And uh, Lindy really um, is passionate about this entire subject. Really appreciate uh, what Lindy's sharing. And this week we've been following the theme, the Bible, spirituality and physical health. And we've been following through that acronym, uh, New Start. And uh, that is been just I think so it makes it so easy it uh, to be able to remember mm-hmm. uh, what uh, the key aspects of good health is actually all about but, absolutely but bring it all together for us Andy well we need to we need to take some responsibility for our health I think all of us and not just rely on the medical profession and it would help them as well if we're understanding a bit more about ourselves so let me just talk a little bit before I talk about air I just want to mention Another book I've got by a doctor, Dr. Dale Bredesen. He's written a book, The End of Alzheimer's. Now, there's a couple of things I've noticed. When I worked in aged care, I noticed there's quite an increase in Alzheimer's and dementia over the last year. There is. But when I worked at the school system, there's quite an increase in autism. 
And it seems that some of the similar things that can impact, because they're things that have impacted the brain, mm. are toxins in the brain and toxic substances and also inflammation from infection, diet or other causes can contribute to our brain decline. Nobody wants to end up with dementia. Mm. I saw my mother-in-law go through it. Yeah, I certainly saw a, a number of people in our family go through it as well. It's a cruel disease. My my mum has it and we've got her on a, a bit of a nutritious drink and we're trying our best to support her as much as we can to yeah. prolong her quality of life. And so there's a number of things that can affect. But this Dr. Dale Bredson has, a, has developed a recode program and just to give you an insight, the first woman he ever treated, she had all the signs of Alzheimer's like her mother, and she'd seen her mother die with dementia. So she was willing to try his program, and it turned her life around so that at the age of 73, she was still working full-time and travelling the world. And as long as she followed the program, mm-hmm. and I can't go into the program, but it's a principle here. There is a lot of information today that we can avail ourselves of to be well and healthy and have quality of life for as long as we can. Indeed. And using New Start, nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest and trust, using that acronym to review in our lives how we're measuring up, you know. Yeah. And I don't think people should feel guilty. I, I think they shouldn't or go all out all of a sudden, but just start in little ways, moving towards it. And if they decide they love that taste of food of medicine and want the bigger book, they'll have so many wonderful recipes in there to start moving towards a plant-based diet, which mm. has been shown since the beginning of time, the way God created us and shown through scientific evidence today, that that is the best possible optimum diet yeah. that we can have. Yeah. But now we're going to talk about fresh air. And uh, we lived close to the city, you and I, Pastor Gary. We're not we're not country dwellers, are we? So you know, there's a bit of pollution around at times. So but thankfully in Adelaide, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not like other countries, that for sure. Well, Florence Nightingale, she knew the benefits of fresh air and she made sure her patients received as much as possible. And I just want to note, too, that some of the places where COVID has really impacted is places like ships, hospitals and buildings where there's not enough fresh air. Yeah, I, I was walking yeah. through this hospital like there's hardly any windows to open to let fresh air in. Yeah. And see, viruses of any sort, they don't like fresh air. Yeah. They like stale air. They like recycled air. And so... You know, Lindy, I, I'm just so conscious that here in Australia, we are so abundantly blessed. You know, I, I will remember on one occasion having the privilege to go and uh, visit uh, uh, certainly certainly China and some of the major cities in uh, in China. And uh, just the, the the sheer level, the being able to see the sun clearly was something that was physically impossible. Oh, no. Being able to see the stars at night was something I really missed. Uh, you know, Lindy, what you're actually saying here, uh, it actually, it not just um, uh, does something for your respiratory system, but I suggest it actually also does something for your entire, your entire being. Absolutely. And as Pastor Ricardo pointed out last night, he used to be an engineer. Green and blue are the colours that the retina really um, is benefited by. And what, what is that? That's the sky. And, and the trees and the grass, the things that God created for yeah. us. So you're right. We need we need to be able to see clearly. And if we don't have that clean air, so I would suggest that um, everybody understands what does that fresh air do? It can boost your mood again. In fact, a lot of these things do the same 
have the same benefits. It lowers your heart rate, increases energy levels, and even improves your digestion. They told you to go out and walk, didn't they? I did. And you'll be breathing more deeply as your heart rate goes up. So we should try to avoid polluted air as much as possible. I suggest having a few indoor plants because they take in the carbon dioxide and what we breathe out, and they release oxygen during the day. And I also suggest that we do some deep breathing a couple of times a week, breathing right in through your nose, into your di- uh, into your diaphragm, and then breathing out. And just it helps to decrease our stress. Lindy, what do, I, I, let me just digress <laughs> just a little bit here if I can. Yes, you've gone off what, on something. What, what does this actually say? I mean, I'm conscious that, you know, I mean, okay, the number of smokers in our, our country are reducing significantly, and that's, that's thankfully good. through some, some really good uh, uh, promotional uh, work, certainly through governments. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, what does this actually say to, you know, those who are, who are picking up, you know, I mean, smoking, even because uh, I, I knew one or two people that were into dope, you know, and, uh, you know, you'd sort of look at this and you say, hey, does this does this say something to, uh, to, to people who might be, dare I say it, addicted to, uh, to, to some of these, uh, these Absolutely. substances? Absolutely. I mean, what are they breathing in? What are they taking into their bodies when, yeah. they're, when they're smoking marijuana and other things? And so, yes, no, you're right. Uh, I think it's so important to be aware of what we're breathing in, what we're taking into our bodies. And if we, if we do some, there are benefits of deep breathing. It stimulates the lymphatic system, which helps to detoxify our bodies. It improves our immunity. Again, all of these things, it increases our energy and it helps alleviate depression and anxiety. So you're going out walking, exercising. I remember my mother-in-law's would sometimes say if I was a little bit stressed, take some deep breaths, Lindy, take some deep mm-hmm. breaths. And and I used to think, oh, oh, really? But it actually is true. Taking a deep breath, breathe it in, brings the oxygen to the brain, and uh, I found it to be true. It, can, it helps you to be calm. Now, what happens, Pastor Gary, this is really important. When we become stressed, we actually start to breathe more shallow. Uh-huh. And that often affects our health. And sometimes for some people, they stay in that shallow breathing place for far too long. Uh-huh. And that affects all of our organs. We need to breathe deeply. If you've become aware that you're breathing too shallow, practice that deep breathing, breathing in good clean air if you can. I suggest leaving windows open at night when you're sleeping always having fresh air coming in, Uh in your office, opening the windows, having fresh air come in because you are going to stay more well. And so just another part of that New START acronym is air. We need air, as best quality air as we can get. We need to deep breathe. And sometimes even when you're going to sleep at night and you can't sleep, just take some deep breaths in, out, in, out, and it will start to calm you and settle your body and mind. Wow, wow, yeah. It works, it works. Yeah, and this is part of a holistic health. I mean, to me, I'm really conscious that what you're doing here presenting, uh, Lindy, is something where we're saying, hey, health isn't just a matter of going out and walking around the block once a day, uh, but rather it's what I put into my body, not just food, 
but also things like uh, uh, things like like sleep, uh, things right. like my air. You know how just being conscious yes. of and you know to me sometimes if you do one of these things, I mean I'm really conscious that when I go and do my walk of the morning, my my exercise I actually call it power walking, and uh, there's there's not too many people you don't actually swing f- your arms do you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So I get a I've got a bit of a reputation for myself actually okay. on that front. Okay. But you know when I come home after walking for for an hour or so, uh, what I find is that deep breathing has simply become very, very natural it's to me. It's a part me. of the walking, um, yes. But it's not just that. It's when I walk through the park mm-hmm. and I look at the uh, look at the sulfur-crested cockatoos and I hear them squawking on the morning. Mm-hmm. Do you know, they send a message to my... They seem to do something to my mind mm-hmm. that nothing else can do. It settles down. There is no... I. Every now and then I, I, I sort of I pass other walkers and they've got their heads down, they've got their earphones on and uh, uh, they're... Uh, you don't see yeah. the joy that in them that you're experiencing. Well, I, to, to me there is something very beautiful uh, around us and to be able to enjoy that yes. uh, and just simply uh, to live life as God has given it to us. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, um, yeah, I... I really appreciate what you're actually saying there, Lindy. Well, it's mind, body, and spirit. And we ha- we serve a God who created us, so he knows what's best for us. Mm. We serve a God who wants us to be as well and as healthy as we can. What would be the use if all the folk in the churches were all sick and couldn't share the gospel yeah. and couldn't share the faith and the hope that they have in God? And so very simple. And when I practice as a naturopath, I used to say to my husband, you know, there's a lot of people more clever than I am, but I would encourage them to do some simple things and they would often get some wonderful results. And I think too, just listening to someone else helps them to recover and to become well. But these simple remedies, these simple uh, lifestyle choices can be the difference between a longer quality-filled life Mm. or a shortened a pain-filled life. Yeah, yeah. And, and Lindy, look, I agree totally with what you've said because I know that since I've probably taken up walking probably five years ago mm-hmm. and uh, one of the other issues that I had was, you know, a pro- I'm a very tall man, uh, therefore, you know, I, I had issues with my back. And, you know, these days when I feel a twinge coming on in my back, uh, I, I know sometimes you've got to go to a physiotherapist, sometimes that, but I haven't been to one now for five five or six years. Uh, why not? Because when I feel a twinge coming on, I actually I go out and walk. Absolutely. And uh, I find so many times the twinge in my back, by the time I've walked for an hour, I come back again, the twinge is gone, my back is... is my, it's amazing. It's amazing. My husband had a very bad back problem. They wanted to operate, and a friend got him a, li- a book from the library, Exercise for Your Back. He did those exercises. He didn't need the surgery. Yeah. A lot of people have back problems. <clears throat> All they need to do is exercise. Yeah, yeah. Lindy, uh, let, we, we we do need to uh, uh, we do need to finish up. We are uh, very close to uh, the top of the uh, top of the hour. Uh, I'm just wondering. Uh, let's just uh, pray uh, for those who might be might be struggling right now. Father in heaven, Lord, I come to you right now. Lord, I'm really conscious that maybe there are some people who are listening to us right now who are struggling with their physical health. Lord, I'd like to pray for that individual. Lord, I pray that uh, that you might heal where you can heal, but I pray, Lord, where you would have us. 
institute one of these natural remedies that you would impress us, uh, that indeed we might live the type of life that you want for us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Lindy, it does look like our time's up for today. Thanks so much for joining Pastor Gary and uh, Lindy Sparing on Drive Time Big Q&A. Please join us tomorrow when Nick is going to be joining Lindy as they look to conclude our series on Bible, health and spirituality. Really look forward to your being with us then. But until then, please remember, Christ said, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give isn't like the peace that the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May our God abundantly bless you. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. 